Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Amber. And today we're going to talk about some of our favorite genres. Specifically, we are going to talk about and kind of compare three genres that we really like to read, which are historical fiction, contemporary, and fantasy. I think I read more, you read more contemporary, and I read more fantasy. And I think neither of us read a whole lot of historical, although I have read some historical lately that I've enjoyed. That's correct. I was trying to think about what I read most of when I'm thinking of my books. And I read a lot of contemporary, but I have read a lot of fantasy, but historical fiction, that is going to be a smaller list for me. But I think I do have some favorite books that are actually in that genre. Okay. Well, why don't we start with contemporary then? Because that's one of your favorite genres. Why do you like that one so much? Why are you drawn to that one? Um, there's that word I wasn't supposed to say. I wasn't supposed to say um. <laughs> Don't say um. And like. Dude, those are the no-no words. And um, so like totally the reason why. <laughs> totally. I like totally love contemporary because it's like totally. Um, yeah. Okay. So, hmm. There's that word again. we're gonna get nowhere we're gonna get nowhere this is we will get to our point I I do have a point so why do I like contemporary that is a good question because I know I love it and to think why do I love it it's it's actually a really good question and I'm like I for some reason I'm like stumbled that I don't even have like an answer of why well I love it do you think do you think it could be cut? Is it because it's more relatable? Because it takes place in a time and in a place where you're you're familiar with those things. Uh, is it because of fas- the fashion, you know, more recent fashions? Is it because this like you don't have to think too much about the setting? Because a lot of times with historical fiction and fantasy, the setting plays into the story a whole lot. So could it be those things? I think all those things are all very good reasons. And I think that they are reasons why I do enjoy contemporary. I think one of the things I do like about contemporary is that it can be a pretty like quote unquote quick read. It's like a easy return in my time of enjoyment. Contemporary usually is like a one and done kind of book. Like you get in the plot, you know, kind of gets right to it. You get into the romance. And it's the scenarios where they can be lighthearted. Usually they're really, the contemporary ones that I like to read are funny, lighthearted, lots of meet cutes, like that type of thing. And they are in settings that are familiar and fashion and things. So I can kind of play like this little movie or like TV show in my mind, like how's how it would kind of be how I envision it. Cause I don't like watch a lot of TV. So for that contemporary, Uh, entertainment I mostly I mean almost all my entertainment comes from books so that's what I I think that's what I like about that is that they're kind of fun funny cute um simple stories with the kind of a quick quick return on that I like a lot of the high school romance 
I just think it's cute. And mm-hmm. so those are all going to be right. Be, con- be contemporary. Right. And a lot of those stories with contemporary, uh, most of it, I think is focusing mainly on the relationships, you know, the guys, the girls in the relationships. And, and that's one reason why I do enjoy reading romance because I do like the interaction, people interaction between one another banter, just relationships developing. And so I wonder if that's why you like contemporary so much is because you could just focus on the relationships, not worry too much about the scenery, the setting, any like fantasy or paranormal elements to it. So perhaps that's what it, and you're right. Like contemporary doesn't have a whole lot of like, not a lot of series. So you like to read a book, be done with it and then move on and not have the story drag out for forever. Although you do like to read uh, like companion books where it's maybe set in the same town or focused on one family, like, you know, one brother falls in love and then it's the next brother or the best friend who falls in love or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorites. So maybe that's what I do like about contemporaries. You can get an author who has a bunch of characters in her story because they all grow from the same town or they're in a family together. And then you can get their story and then you move on to the next person, get their story. And it's more fast paced to me. You know, that in each book is going to have the happy ending at the end of that book. And you can move on because they could be like virtually standalones. Right. But no big I do have, yeah, no big cliffhangers, but not to say that I don't love cliffhangers. I do love cliffhangers because that means, you know, there's just more to go, more of your story, more of your journey with this story. So when we can get to that, after I read a lot of contemporary in a row, I'll want something with a little bit more meat to it. Something that's deeper, something that's going to take me kind of more invested into my time and dive deeper into something. And then at that point, I crave, I guess a fantasy would be the mm-hmm. way, be, be what I crave, because I feel like fantasy is more of that deeper level or deeper writing or more complex stories to build yeah, there's, this fantasy. There is usually a little bit more meat with fantasy. So, so let's talk about fantasy a little bit. So I guess fantasy would be the genre that I jump to first probably because of that because of that reason I um, like you said this is your entertainment for me same thing reading is my entertainment I don't watch a lot of tv shows I don't go to see movies Um, and so reading is how I find entertainment Um, and so I do want something that's a little gonna make me think a little bit more it's a little more involved um, has more plots more layers more twists maybe and so that's probably why I go to fantasy I also like that with fantasy you're not really restricted by certain you know things like you know, if you're reading a contemporary historical book, you have to kind of follow the rules of, of our world. (laughs) You know, you can't have magic, you can't have dragons, or you can't have this or that. But with fantasy, authors are allowed to get really creative. And I, I like that. I like being able to be taken to a whole new world that's brand new to me, and I don't know anything about it, and I have to learn about it, and just enjoy the adventure and the creativity that the author has provided so I think those are probably that's probably why I like fantasy but I'm the same with same as you I after a while of reading fantasy books I need a break from it because sometimes it does get a little bit heavy and I'll want something a little bit lighter and then that's when I'll maybe jump over to contemporary or historical fiction and you know some some fantasy can fall kind of flat with readers because the author didn't do a good job with world building or they did too much 
world building. They like too good yeah. job and you're like lost in it. Right. Right. It feels a little bogged down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, just get on with the story. I don't need to know what the plants look like and what the animals are drinking, you know? So yeah, fantasy has its pros and its cons as well, but it typically is the genre that I tend to pick first. In that, so fantasy is such like a big, it's such a broad term. So there's probably sub genres within fantasy, would you say? Maybe there's a more correct term yeah. for that. Is there within that fantasy umbrella, is there certain ones that you have favorites for? So for instance, like there's ones that deal with people love to do the dragons. People love the vampires. People love the zombies. Um, like <laughs> Or the urban fantasy, like that, like all those little, I guess, sub. Yeah, there are a lot of subgenres in in fantasy. And yeah, I think though that I go through phases. Like I remember not really being into fairies for a little bit. And then I read a fairy book that I loved. And so I kind of was looking for other books about fairies and couldn't find anything. I haven't read a lot of books with dragons in them, but I have read a couple that were really interesting. I lately don't read a whole lot with zombies or vampires. I don't know if that genre if it's just been overdone or I've tried a couple that just didn't I just didn't enjoy and so it kind of turned me off for a little while. And then occasionally I'll dip into I don't know if if I if sci-fi would be considered fantasy. It's it's probably a genre of itself. We didn't include that in our list of three but I do occasionally pick up a sci-fi novel so what you said about trends in that fantasy it's so true like I think about the trend that I've been through with fantasy I remember it pretty much like the whole vampire thing was huge and I I mean with Twilight Twilight of course (laughs) started that Twilight I read Twilight and then there was um, like the shadow hunters, like, which I didn't like that one. So I didn't finish that one. And then the, there's like vampire Academy, like all these vampire ones. And then there was the angels. Oh, right. The fallen yeah. angels. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, but I was like, yeah, I remember hearing fairies. I'm like, I don't want to read about fairies. <laughs> and then I would put it off, put it off. And then finally read a fairy book. And it's actually one of my top, probably five books that I've ever read or series I lo- I read. And by Holly Black? Yes. Is it the one by Holly Black? Yes. Yeah. There's two fairy stories that I love. It's the Holly Black. Um, the Cruel Prince. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Sarah Mass, The Court of Thorns and Roses, that series. Then there is just like the pure like magic, not really a, a, a being of like a creature, but a I guess a being of magic. I feel like we haven't read a lot of that genre of the magical sense. I have read recently that I thought was okay was The Damned. Oh, no, no, The Beautiful. Book one is The Beautiful. The book two is The Damned. And I can't even say the law. Renee A-H-D-I-E-H. So those de- that does have vampires in it. And it was a, a book that I've enjoyed. This this series isn't complete yet. And I probably will read book number three. But that, I think the most recent vampire book I read and enjoyed. I've had this happen to me. And it might be just because I didn't do my research or I didn't read like the blurb that describes the book. Or maybe the blurb didn't describe this part. But have you ever read a book and you're reading it and then you... All of a sudden, they throw this element in. You're like, oh, this is 
this is fantasy. Like all of a sudden <laughs> someone pops out like some magical thing or something like totally turns not real. You were prepared for it. And you're like, yes, has that ever happened to you? I don't think so. Usually I know if I'm going into it, if it's going to be uh, a fantasy. It's happened to me. I'm like reading it. And I'm like, whoa, that, that can't happen in real life. So I like pause and I'm like, go back to the thing. What did I miss? Oh, yep. This is, this is going to be this element. And sometimes if I'm not prepared, almost like, well, now I don't want to read this. I wasn't feeling yeah, like, I wasn't feeling like me. Yeah. Yeah. You have to kind of be in the mood for it. If but you're so not expecting it. Then. Sometimes contemporary will throw in an element of what's the word I would say like a like a ghost like a paranormal um, something like a paranormal yes which to me that wouldn't really be considered a fantasy movies will do that too where and you see this character and you think the character is actually a character in the story in real life and you realize at the end you're like oh that character was a ghost you know that was like his dead wife that was like mm -hmm. visiting the girl and you're just like whoa right that kind right. of throws me off since I don't necessarily dislike it but I don't really like it I'm just kind of like this in between like I don't know how I feel about that and I feel like sometimes books or stories will do that yeah that. I've read some quote-unquote contemporary where you're reading it and then all of a sudden like you said there's something about it that makes it slightly step into the fantasy or the paranormal realm and that I, I read a book or actually it was an audio book I listened to it where she it was just you know normal girl contemporary she moves to a new town but she has this ability when she touches people to like to see what their fears are so I don't know if that would be considered really a fantasy or paranormal it was mostly a contemporary book but it had this one element you know and so so sometimes you'll get that too where it's our world but maybe there's somebody who can predict the future or maybe somebody who can see ghosts or things like that. So I don't know if that would be really considered truly contemporary or if it is just with like maybe a little slight flavoring of the paranormal or fantasy. And I mean, those books don't typically bother me, but sometimes my brain has a hard time figuring out like, am I reading contemporary? Am I reading a fantasy? And has a hard time placing where that book needs to go on what shelf it needs to go on. There's also historical fantasy and historical non-fantasy. So, you know, sometimes there's stories where it takes place in the past, but there's magic involved. I don't mind those stories at all. In fact, I read a book where it was a historical setting, but magic was like, there's a little bit of magic involved. And as long as you know, going into it, I don't have a problem with it. I need to be expecting that there's going to be magic in my history. Um, <laughs> I don't mind alternate history either. Um, I've read some of those as well, but let's move on to historical fiction. So that I think of the two of us, that's our least read category. Although when I first started reading, I was reading a lot of historical fiction. Growing up, mom, we've talked about this, mom, in her little historical fiction, bust, yeah. you know, ripper books that she that's would edit the Harlequin, for us. And the, the Harlequin, Harlequin romance. romances. Yeah, the historical romances, that's a huge genre. Well, I was trying to balance myself out in my summer reading list, and I actually put on a historical fiction, and it was at like the Did last you read one. it. No, I didn't. It was the last one on my list, so I was trying to like work my way down. I didn't read it because I'm still reading 
one of my books on this. But here, I have until officially summer does not end until like September. Okay, I see. <laughs> September I see. like 21st or something. <laughs> I mean, according to nature. So mother is still mother, summertime. Yeah, mother nature's on my side and I'm going to give myself until until then to finish my summer. I'm not going to let the school district determine what my summer is going to be Your for my summer list. Well, my kids went back to school today. Today was their very first day, so I considered today to be my last day. Anything else about his, your historical fiction books that you want to say? Like, what are the pros? What are the cons? I know for me, I sometimes will feel like I'm actually learning history when I read a historical yes. fiction. I like yes. to read books that take place at pivotal times in history. Like, I've read quite a few that took place, you know, in, in France at the time that there was the the revolt, French Revolution. French Revolution. And so I, I do find having it set at a time in history can be really interesting and helps usually as long as the facts are you know, correct. I feel like I'm learning something. That's a great point. That's probably one of the better things about historical fiction if they are actual correct facts. Oh, but do you know the other great thing about historical fiction are the dresses. I was I just love... going to say. <laughs> That's probably one of our favorite things about historical fiction. Yes, is they just took the time to, I guess, focus. I mean, that probably because of the era, you know, women didn't really, unfortunately, didn't have much to do other than worry about how they looked and what they wore. It's kind of a sad point when you think about it. The result of it makes really pretty dresses and visualize that, like the Regency romance, you know, when they're going to the balls and help visualize that I think there's some charm to the historical fiction that yeah some of the books are not going to have just because if they are true to the time and how people like what was considered appropriate like gentlemen were gentlemen and I kind of like that like they have more respect there's a lot of rules back then it seemed like I mean Maybe there's rules nowadays and in fantasy that can be rules, but, you know, just some of the rules about women and men needing a chaperone, if they're going to be alone together and if they're at a dance, they have to like sign a card to dance with them. Yes. You know, men go to one room to smoke their cigarettes or the cigars and women to another. So I find all those things pretty fascinating. And it can lead to elements of the story of that building that tension because, those roles kind of separate them and don't let them just kind of dive into showing their emotion or, you know, stuff like that. Or on the flip side, if they find themselves like locked into a room and they're very, you know, that's very promiscuous, makes it more exciting because that's not allowed. Getting a, or getting a glimpse <laughs> of a girl's ankle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's definite elements of the story that's unique to the historical genre that I like that you're not going to find typically in a contemporary story. Now, if you talk about a fantasy that's set in history, like you might have some of those elements for sure. So that's one of the things that I like about historical fiction. Not to say that they're all, even though they're supposed to be all um, proper and gentlemanly, you know, a lot of those Harley Quinn, those men are not being very proper or women. Yeah. <laughs> like the book I'm currently reading right now. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't know that girls could do that, would do that. First thing that pops into your mind, your favorite historical fiction. So my favorite historical fiction, 
I don't know if it's my favorite, but what came to my mind is Edenbrook. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I loved that one. And I loved it has like a sister novel, which I loved that one, too. And I was it's it been a while. It's Blackmore. Mm-hmm. I've read both of those. Those were good ones. Yeah. And they're considered proper romance. And they're a clean read, too. What about you? Well, I think because I just recently read this and it was just so darling. I loved it. It was Manor for Sale, Baron Included. I just thoroughly enjoyed the book. It's a historical romance. And just from the from the start, from there when they meet, it was a cute meeting just from the start to the end. I loved all of it. Um, there was elements of it that reminded me a little bit of Pride and Prejudice, a little bit of North and South. It made me laugh. It was clean. So it had like all the things that I love. And so that's probably right now my favorite. I've also really loved the Lyman Chronicles. That is a, a difficult historical fiction to read because it's just, it's just full of all kinds of just everything just lots of big words lots of plot lines just a lot going on but my other my other favorite was Gone with the Wind I've always loved that for a long time that's been a favorite so so yeah I would say those are probably my top three that came to mind when you asked me my favorite historical fiction all right so historical fiction versus contemporary versus fantasy of the three genres which one is your favorite of the three genres, fantasy is my favorite. I think you kind of hit uh, the nail on the head when you said that usually those stories are longer. Usually they're a trilogy, a duology, or you know even longer, and you've had a journey with these people, and you become more connected to them, more attached to them. And I, I like that there's a room for creativity, and you're not bound by certain, you know, restrictions, rules, and things I like the world building there's things that I I like about fantasy and I do like have a little bit more meat to my stories so fantasy usually when I'm looking for a good romance I first turn to the fantasy genre I agree out of the three fantasy is my favorite it'd be interesting to go back and compare like count the numbers of how many contemporary books I've read and enjoyed versus how many fantasy books I've read and enjoyed the books that have impacted me the most that are on my favorites list that I want to tell people to read they're going to be a fantasy book for the same reasons you had you had said. Yep. So my current book right now is historical fiction, actually, the one I'm reading right now. Oh, and here's something to think about. So you read a historical fiction. How is it for you to then go into a contemporary or to jump from one genre book to another genre book? I finished it finished this book yesterday today I'm starting this genre how is that for you I usually have to be pretty tired of the genre that I've been reading I usually have to be pretty tired of fantasy to skip over to contemporary because oftentimes I find contemporary lacking a little bit because like you said the storylines are usually not as meaty a little bit more light more fun um, simple you know typically and at least the ones that I pick out and so I have to be ready for that because if I jump into that before I'm ready, then it's going to feel like it's lacking or that it's missing something. But once I do jump into contemporary, I usually enjoy enjoy it while I'm reading it. And then I might feel in the mood for another contemporary. And then I'll kind of ride that train for a little bit and then eventually get a little bit tired and need something a little bit more. And so for me, the transition is usually pretty good. I just, I, I need to be ready for that transition. Yes. Sometimes you need that transition, not that you are need to be ready, but for me, 
like I'll read a really heavy fantasy where I spend a lot of time and I know like it's coming out of like a five book series or something and I'm not ready to go back into another series because I read series that usually are all, all complete so I know if I'm starting this story I'm committed to the story for quite a while depending on how fast I read the book so sometimes I need to have a little break and go into like a standalone contemporary to kind of give my brain this little break, something lighthearted, quick. And then it kind of resets my brain because if I'm reading a fantasy and I'm in that world and loved it and I go to another fantasy, I'm comparing fantasy to fantasy. And then I feel like I'm not giving those stories enough or this next book enough of a chance. I feel like when I go from one genre to another genre, it's resetting my brain. So then when I come into the revisit that genre again, I don't have any of these expectations or comparisons of the world and to give it a better chance. Uh, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Uh, but I think I'm a little bit different, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so be, what's your You be book? you, boo. You be you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What genre are you currently reading? I'm reading a book on my summer to be read list. I'm reading Letters to the Lost and I'm really liking it. That's the I'm one really I recommended for you. Yes. And then when I finish that up, I have a historical fiction to go to, which is on my summer to be read list because I am going to read the books on my summer to be read list because <laughs> I am a so woman have, of my I've, word. I finished my summer to read list. So hurry up and finish yours and then we can do a podcast about our favorite, which one was, okay. was our favorite on our list. Okay. Yeah, so I think once the summer to be read list is over, I, I think I've had, have had hit every one of the genres that we've mentioned. All right. Well, good. I'm glad we got to talk about our some of our favorite genres today. I'm looking forward to creating my fall reading list, <laughs> and maybe I'll try adding in a different genre to that list. We'll see. Yeah. So maybe on in, on our Instagram account. Um, which is the same name as this podcast that's so romantical we'll put up our favorites or some top reads that we recommend in those genres in those three genres or we could put up a question like what is your favorite book in any of those genres to give us some ideas about what we can read some book recommends in those genres yeah so that's a good idea yeah so go over to our instagram account and comment all right amber well enjoy your last day of summer you enjoy your first day of freedom <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll talk to you later all right bye okay bye